planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Baby. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Jackson Devil Driver. This is Odorous from Water. Listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise. That was Shock Me, the stunning new single from Baroness, who will be releasing their latest album, Purple, on December 18. And joining us from the band is drummer Seb Thompson. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. Right now, we're in New Orleans, and we're about to play a show. We're on tour. Yeah. Awesome, man. So, uh, ready to rock and roll, warmed up? Yeah, I mean, we've now we're about, about day 10 of the tour, so I, we're like in really good shape, having fun on stage, and everybody's playing well, and we're just having a good time. Oh, man, that's, that's awesome. Well, uh, the new album is uh, amazing, and it does come out next week, or this week, as when, by the time this airs. <laughs> um, what do you guys got planned to celebrate? You're still going to be on tour? We so it comes out the 18th, and then that is when we play in Philadelphia, which is kind of where we're based. I live in in New York in Brooklyn, and so does Nick, the bass player. But Pete lives in Virginia, and John lives in Philadelphia. So I don't know if your listeners are that familiar with our geography, but it basically means that we all have to meet in Philly to rehearse because that's the middle point. So we're going to be playing in Philly when the album comes out. So I guess that's going to be a nice sort of old homecoming for us. And then uh, the next show is New York, which is where I live. And that's, and that's the end of the tour. And that, I'm sure, is going to be a great party. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, man, so I, I guess it's kind of like, uh, you know, a newborn child, if you could put it that way. You know? It's like I wouldn't know because I don't, I don't think I have any children. So no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what a lot of people like have said to me. A lot of bands have gone, you know, it's like my elf, so like, you know, children. <laughs> it's like, you know, or a Christmas present. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean in all seriousness, yeah. I mean, we, we worked really hard on it. And it's it's actually been done since about March or April. So wow. we were very ready to get it released. But there's all the sort of, you know, less exciting parts of the music world, all the business parts that you have to consider. So... You know, it got delayed a little bit. So we're we're, we're very antsy for people to listen to it and, you know, and get it out there. Well, man, so it's, it's not far away. And uh, as I was saying off air, man, it's, it's killer. Like, it's it's been on high rotation. Thank you. And uh, I, it's it's so catchy, too. And it's real, it's, how do I describe it? It's real uplifting as well. Like, after listening to it, there's yeah. no way I can feel bad. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing about it is, like, it's, John and Pete, who were in that bus accident, which happened three years ago, they, I think, felt, you know, frustrated about the fact that their career suddenly got, you know, derailed, as it were, you know, and they couldn't, they couldn't uh, support the album that just came out, which was Yellow and Green. So they were so, you know, antsy in a good way to get some new music going. And Nick and I were also antsy to get some new music going because we had just spent, you know, two years playing older Banners material, which I love playing and it's really fun. But we wanted to contribute, Nick and I. So we, um, everybody in the band was really excited to get something new going. 
oh my God, this is a real duck. I'm sorry. I'm on the street in New Orleans. And I thought it was a decoy duck. It's a real live duck. <laughs> oh, okay. Get him on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's really cute. What do you, what's up? What's up, buddy? That's so funny. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, no, we're, and so, and so we were just really ready to, like uplifting is a good word. I mean, we didn't talk about that when we wrote it, but it just happened that way. And I think I think the sort of irony is that the lyrics are all up, up to John, and they're very personal mm. to his experience with the accident, which was a, a dark experience. And he's still dealing with repercussions. You know, he's got you know some limited mobility and and some pain that he's always going to deal with. So it's funny. The lyrics are kind of dark, but I think the music is yeah very uplifting. So it kind of makes a nice combination. I think. Yeah, definitely, man. Kind of interesting definitely. combination. Yeah, for sure. And it's, uh, as I said, well, uplifting is definitely a word, and it's very, as you said, lyrically it's dark, but feels like it's got a positive message in there somewhere. The, the thing that some people have been saying, which might be a little bit sort of cliche, but it is kind of true, it is kind of, you know, a rebirth and a sort of like mm. rising from the ashes kind of thing. You know what I mean? I mean, this band easily could have stopped being a band. But John and Pete really were like, listen, man, this is like a good thing, and we love doing this, and we want to continue. Let's get some two new dudes and go from there. So that's why I think it's a little, you know, sound uplifting, because it was, you know, triumph in the face of adversity, right? If I can use another cliche. Yeah. <laughs> no, that perfectly sums it up, man. I perfectly sums it up, for sure. Um, well, you've, you've, of course, been with the band for a couple of years now. You know, you're not the, the new yeah. kid on the block anymore. So, how did, uh, you know, how did, no. um, I, I read that they didn't try anyone else uh, out for the job. Like, you were the guy. So, on the flip side of that... I was, was the guy. And I think what happened was that, I mean, there's, there's plenty of great drummers out there. And there's plenty of, especially guys who are studio or session drummers who just shred, right? But they didn't necessarily want that. They wanted a guy who's made music that they like. They're fans of Trans Am which is the band that I played in previously and still mm-hmm. playing. They're fans of that band and they were fans of my drumming and they wanted a guy who had made records, who had been on tour and knew what the life was like and could contribute and, you know, hopefully be a friend eventually and not just some machine who would, you know, do what they say, right, musically. Mm. So, what you know, I was... The, the the list of guys they were interested in was very short because they wanted to keep it. I mean, th- John and I didn't know each other, but we have one one friend in common. You know, I mean, we're, we're we're that close as far as like degrees of separation. So all it took was one phone call from John to a friend, which got to me, and then I was talking with John, and then I went to Philly within a week, and we were playing. It was it was really that simple. That's crazy, man. And what, what was it? What was it that drew yeah. you to the music? Was it the what was it? What was it that was in there that really? I mean, so, um, so many things. I mean, in, in, like in general, I I have always been interested in playing heavier music because the music I was playing with Trans Am was more sort of post rock, experimental, kraut rock kind of thing. But I've always I've always been a fan of metal, and I always wanted to do something heavier. So that was the first sort of the the, the first push but also just mm. specifically baroness i just love the way they combine these elements that when you describe them 
maybe wouldn't work well together because you have these, you know, harmonized lead guitars and these riffs that sort of, they remind you of Thin Lizzy and Queen and stuff like that and 70s classic rock, but then they combine it with this really intense sort of like American post-hardcore like Fugazi kind of rhythm section with vocals or like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Which it's it's a weird combination on paper, but it totally works. And it's it's I think it's a really great idea. I don't think they thought about it that that sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for that explicitly, mm. but that's the way it happened. And so yeah, I I I always loved that. I thought that was a great combination. And uh, and also I just love the way how Baroness manages to be very baroque and layered without being overwrought. It's definitely its, its own beast. You know, you, when you hear Baroness, you yeah, know it's Baroness. For sure. You know, there's a million bands out it's there. It's hard that... to describe. I mean, it's not really a metal band, you know. That's, that's what people say, but it, we're not really a metal band. I'm not sure no, what no. it is. Yeah, it's it's definitely its own thing. It's heavy, that's for sure, but it's, yeah. it's not straight-up metal. It's 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 something else, and that's yeah. what I think makes it special and separates it from a million other metal bands out there, you know? So, right. you guys are definitely onto a, an awesome thing. So, I, I, I can't wait to hear what you guys do now. Yeah, thank it's you. It's just going to be intense. It's going to be next level shit, man. If yeah. anything by this album, uh, it's, it's going to be something. Well, I mean, I'm, I, we've actually already started talking about what uh, what's going to come up next and what kind of music we want to write next. So, yeah, we're already we're already talking about it. Oh man, that's that's awesome. Hey guys, just want to take a minute to give a shout out to our podcast supporters, RW Promotion, who are the best in the business when it comes to printing posters, flyers, banners, badges, business cards, you name it. They've got what it takes to help you get everything you need to help spread the word about your band or business. And uh, with a blistering turnaround, they'll make sure you get your product ASAP. So get in touch with Richard and the team at www.rwpromotion.com.au or shoot them an email at info at rwpromotion.com.au. Also want to give a shout out to the guys at Blacklight Art and Design, who in my opinion are the Gold Coast best screen printers. So, uh, you know, we've gotten many band shirts and even our own Rabid Noise shirts done through these guys. And uh, they've also got one of the fastest turnarounds I've ever seen. So all quality prints at competitive prices. Uh, so whether it's band merchandise, sporting teams, promotional garments or workwear, you know, they've got you covered. So hit them up at www.blacklightad.com.au or email them at info at blacklightad.com.au. So big thanks to those guys for helping us to bring you this podcast each and every week and for, of course, supporting the metal scene. So now it's back to Rabid Noise. Well, uh, on the subject of Trans Am, uh, what's, what's the status of Trans Am at the moment? Trans Am has basically become uh, sort of something that we'll probably keep on doing till the day we die, but not as a job anymore, just something mm. that we love to do. And, yep. you know, we'll probably put out an album every four years and do a couple of, you know, two-week tours, stuff like that, because we still love doing it, and we're, we're super old friends, and I, I, I love the music. I think Trans Am has made a very sort of strange contribution to the to the music world which i'm proud of and i want to continue doing it but it's you know the other guys are married with kids and have day jobs and i'm super busy with baroness so it's just something we you know we meet maybe three or four times a year to write and record and play so it's part-time basically 
I'm glad it's still happening, man. There's one track that I yeah, just me absolutely love. Uh, Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate, yeah, right on. Like the super... That, that is a deep cut. I cannot believe you... Very few people know that track. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's... The the drumming in... That's what actually that stuck out was the drumming in that that song. It's just insane. Cool. I love Thank it, you. man. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I it can't is, play drums. It is kind of insane. Like... Get me behind a kid. Right. I'm awful, dude. But I I can hear it, and uh, <laughs> man, it's just it's is it as technical to play as what it sounds? It's I mean I don't think it's that technical. It's just it's more full on than technical. I mean that song was basically that. I mean I hesitate to call it a song. That track mm. we were just like we love these different sounds. Let's just go totally crazy with it and just roll the tape and just play for five minutes and just go crazy. That's really all it was, you know? Oh, man. It's intense. That's an intense... Man, just... I listen to the drumming and stuff in that, and it just drives it, man. It's just... How do you keep up? Like, must be fit. <laughs> I am... I'm I'm pretty fit, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. See, I don't... As I said, I don't play drums, so it just makes me want to quit before I even start. <laughs> I'll just stick to you. No, I mean, come on. You know, the great thing about drumming is that you can play within like three months, you'll be able to play a Ramones beat and you can play in a really great punk band. You don't have to like be a shredder to have fun playing drums. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. So I would, I would, I would always, I would always try to encourage people to learn because it's, it's really fun. It's a great time. I'll let you, I might have to give it another go. I just, I, every time I get behind my drummer's kit, he just looks at me and goes, nah, dude. <laughs> right. right. I'll just yell. Well, don't let him judge you. <laughs> yeah. And oh, you know, man, it's, it's always good in bands for everybody to be able to play a little bit of each other's instruments, you know? I'm going to tell him you said that. Actually, I'll show him yeah. the audio and I'll say, see? See, now you've got to put up with it, bro. Do you know what <laughs> do, do you know Trans Am used to do, actually? We used to have a thing... We, for a while, owned a recording studio in D.C., in Washington, D.C., where we lived and worked. And every Friday, we would have what we called Casual Friday, which was we would write and record, but you were not allowed to play your main instrument. Wow, that's intense. See what I'm saying? So, you, so I would play bass or guitar or keyboard on Casual Friday. And one of the other guys would play drums. And it was, you know, always hilarious. And it didn't make it to any record, but we did come up with ideas that we wouldn't have come up with otherwise, for sure. I'm going to do that in the next jam. I'm going to say we're switching it up. Do it. This is the way it is. Get a couple of beers and have casual Friday. That's yeah, well, it, it'll be more than a few beers, but uh, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, man, so you're busy with Baroness at the moment, uh, touring, so can we expect to see you guys yep. in the near future? Definitely. I mean, we want to tour a lot on Purple. The The initial plan is Europe in February and March and the U.S. in April and May. So I would assume that we're going to do European festivals in the Northern Hemisphere summer and then probably go down down south, you know, late 2016. Awesome, man. Well, that's, we definitely can't wait to see you I'm guys. Guessing. It's, it's going to be awesome. Man. Oh, I can't wait to go back. I always one. love it going down there. Well, uh... Man, we're going to go to the track Chlorine and Wine now. So thanks so much for hanging with us tonight, and uh, all the best to you right and guys for 2016, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you again soon. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. It was a good talk, and I can't wait to go down there again and see you guys. 
Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 